Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. solo Mavino. <laughs> um, so to give you guys an update for the last uh, four weeks or so, I've been on paternity leave uh, with our son Noah, who was born January 21st. Um, so the last month or so of episodes you've been hearing are uh, just episodes that Travis and Taylor and Sean were nice enough to help me uh, tape well in advance to just to have, just to give me a little bit of time to adjust to life, which is a little bit different now, um, but we'll get into that more with the guys uh, in a few more episodes down the road. Uh, next week, we will be back with the full crew and back to normal, back to back to normality as much as can be uh, after having a child. Um, but in the meantime, I thought that I might discuss, uh, I saw the first episode of uh, Star Trek Picard. And thought I might talk about that a little bit because I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Not quite as big of a Star Trek fan as a Star Wars fan, but still really big Star Trek fan. Um, I thought the first episode that I saw was great. Um, I thought that it really adds some depth and shading to the Star Trek universe, which has needed to happen for a long time. I've actually seen The Next Generation several times through, and they're, it's great. I loved it as a kid. I used to tape them on VHS and watch them, and I was a huge Trek nerd. But going back, it's like, some of those episodes, it's like they don't hold up well. It's like they, they kind of lack that tension and spark that you find in shows like Battlestar Galactica, you know, the reimagined version of it, and Serenity Firefly, they, they miss that edge. You see that in those shows, and it, it makes you wish that those older Trek episodes had that kind of spark to them, that kind of, you know, tension and darkness and so stuff like this Picard series really adds that to Star Trek and it's very necessary um but yeah and I think it it adds that complexity but still you know Picard is still Picard it stays true to the character it stays true to you know the story that everybody loves there's lots of callbacks to the, the show that if you've seen it several times like I have you'll pick them up and you'll appreciate them so it's it breaks new ground, but it still kind of pays respect to what you loved about the show in the first place, which is a tricky thing about stuff like this. Usually most shows that in this position go one way or the other, and either way they let you down. Either they betray the characters you love, or it's just, you know, a repeat of everything you've seen. So it's, it's tough. I think the Star Wars sequel trilogy kind of fell into that trap of, you know, getting really... And honestly, the trilogy, the Star Wars trilogy did both, where the first and the third got busy with 
you know, paying homage. And the second one tried too hard to break new ground. And <laughs> so it was kind of lose-lose. They couldn't strike a balance in any one individual film. You know, if they could kind of merge those two attitudes, it would have been a lot better. But, yeah, I thought this was a nice, in a way, kind of, so far, it kind of adds that kind of extra edge that Mandalorian brought to Star Wars. Like, you know, this brings to Star Trek kind of a little darker, edgier storyline. So I, I really enjoyed it, and I've been waiting for years for that to come to Star Trek. Um, Patrick Stewart's great. You know, he's, it's one of those things, it's like, you know, that's got to be a comfortable role for him, playing that for so long and so many episodes, so many movies. You know, and, and not only that, but you have that comfort of everybody knowing the character. You know everybody loves the character, so, you know, people are there to see you play that role. So he, not surprisingly, seems very comfortable with it. Uh, so, but at the same time, it's not quite the same. They they do a good job of adding new, like, new sh textures to Picard. He's not the same person he was 20, 25 years, 30 years ago. Which is hard to believe, by the way, that it's been three decades plus since The Next Generation came out. But, yeah, this Picard, a little more jaded, a little more kind of emotionally jaundiced by what he's seen. He's just not quite the same. He's, you know, older, maybe a little bit more bitter, maybe a little bit more withdrawn. Um, you know, and I don't think it's a spoiler to say that, you know, Brent Spiner appears as Data. He's in all the trailers, so if you're interested enough to have seen this coming, you've seen the trailer and you've seen Brent Spiner, so <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, he looks great. You gotta wonder how now with Spiner in his 70s playing a character who doesn't age, how they would pull it off. And I'm not, not exactly sure how much of a blend of CGI and makeup it is. It looks like a lot of makeup, but very convincing. It, you would not... I mean, it's a little bit evident that data's changed, and I thought going in they might pull the trick of like, well, maybe his creator programmed in aging. Like, just to give him that little taste of humanity, you're you're not going to work as well as you get older. You know, your joints, your parts, you know, your circuits aren't going to work as well. You're going to age. And so they could have done that just to make Data a little more poignant, but they went for, you know, he's timeless. And it works surprisingly well. So, yeah, great first episode. I'm really curious to see where they go from there. Um, so that and everything I've said so far is pretty spoiler-free. So, I'm, you know, if you haven't seen it, Go watch it on CBS All Access. You won't be disappointed if you're a Trek fan. Um, and now having said that, I'm going to discuss a few spoiler things. And so go watch it, come back, and unpause right here. So, or press play, unpause, whatever. So anyway, now we'll talk about spoilers. So one thing I got from watching this, you know, it definitely, I detected more of the both Battlestar Galactica and Serenity Firefly aspects of it is, like, for example, the Federation banning synthetics, androids. It really felt more like the BSG, where there, racism exists, intolerance exists. You know, it's like that sort of fear and paranoia still exists in the Federation, as opposed to the TV show where everything was utopia. You look at the the episodes of TNG, it's like, you know, the Starfleet, the cities are all pristine, clean, there's no trash, there's no bathrooms that I know of. You know, this kind of adds that sort of grubbier, like, you know, more real texture of, like, something bad happens, there's that human nature of pointing fingers, pointing blame, you know. 
you know, this group of synthetics does their little attack thing on Mars, destroys it, lots of lives lost, then all of a sudden it's all synthetics. It's all AI. It's, you know, it's that kind of human nature to turn ugly to, toward a general group. Um, and also Serenity Firefly. It's like the in that, you know, that brief run of episodes and movie of, of Joss Whedon's show, you had the special girl with powers who doesn't really have a grasp on how special slash powerful she is. And everybody else either is trying to protect her or coming after her. Uh, I believe River, River Tam was the character in that series. And this one, um, and again, spoiler alert, it's going to be the twins who are, it is revealed, the creations of Data. And who can, like the Cylon humanoids, are so convincingly human that they pass for human. And, and so much so that they don't realize that they are, in fact, synthetic. And that's a callback to a TNG episode where Data meets, quote-unquote, his mother, you know, the wife of his human creator, who she is an android and does not realize it, and they never tell her. So it kind of has that same aspect of, like, what if you suddenly find out that you're not real? Like, you're not <laughs> you're not uh, or an organic human, basically. And again, it kind of calls back a little bit to... I think one of the best episodes of TNG, The Measure of a Man, where Data is put on trial to determine whether or not, as an android, he's alive and whether or not he has any rights in court, you know, which, sadly enough, through American history has been the case for, for example, slaves of, like, do they have any rights as humans? And so, that you know, that episode of TNG was a great, is a great science fiction because it addresses a real serious issue, but in a, it, it can do it in a way that, you know, otherwise, other types of fiction can't. It kind of looks at it in a different way, and it kind of it, it challenges everything that you know you think you know about life and yada yada and freedom, but in an indirect way. So, <laughs> it entertains and enlightens at the same time. And I detected maybe this series will go that way too. Of like, what is life? What is individuality? You know, is it like a beating heart that makes us alive, or is it like, you know, the fact that we're aware that we're alive? You know, what what it constitutes us being alive. It's big philosophical questions that, you know, I think good sci-fi addresses. So I'm kind of excited to see where it goes from there. And I like that Picard is different. You know, he's he's kind of kind of settled into that kind of lazy retirement like at Chateau Picard, which is another nice callback to the series. Um, he is kind of a hero emeritus that, you know, everybody knows he's great. It's kind of like Captain Kirk towards the end of the movies, where it's like, he's a legend, he's a hero, everybody recognizes him, you know, it's like even the girl at one point, one of the twins is like, you know, I know who you are, you're the great man, and <laughs> to his credit, he doesn't really challenge that, it's like, yeah, you're the guy who's saved the galaxy so many times, you know, which is kind of a, I don't know, I don't want to say a plot hole, but it's like, somebody who's done so much good, and saved so many people so many times you'd think he would get more leeway when he comes into somewhere and says you know there's something going on and i need help it'd be like well we should listen to this guy you know <laughs> we owe it to him at least but everybody's always skeptical everybody always shoes him out of a room especially you know now that he's an older man you know he tends to be dismissed more but i wonder if that will allow him to operate more <laughs> under the wire i'm also curious to see more Trek people, you know, more alums of the shows and movies come back. I'm curious to see where that goes. So, I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I mean, I'm excited that there's going to be more than one season, you know. 
this is serialized, so you kind of have to follow the flow of every episode, whereas TNG, a lot of them you can just jump in wherever. A lot of those episodes weren't serialized, which I thought, looking back now, and especially rewatching it, it's a flaw. It, you know, it kind of, it's a good way to get burned out. So keeping it serialized keeps you interested. You know, that's, that's, it's the Lost, it's the BSG, it's the Game of Thrones. You know, it's where it's like you can't stop watching it, Breaking Bad, you know. This Picard seems, this show seems to have learned a lot from, you know, this golden age of television. It's like, keep people hooked, keep it flowing. So, very well done. Very good looking uh, first episode, and I'm curious to see where it goes from here. But me and the boys will probably talk about a little bit more on next week's episode. So, um, yeah, you guys come back, and we'll be back to normal next week, and we'll We'll get into some more stuff I would like for us to screen now that I'm raising a newborn slash infant, which, you know, by the next broadcast, he'll be close to being. He'll cross over from newborn to infant. I think that's about six weeks. So we'll be getting close at that point. But three men and a baby. Look who's talking. We got all kinds of movies we can watch. Super babies. So (laughs) it's exciting stuff. Um, But, yeah, come back next time. Join us for some more Cinema Vino. And, again, I'll bring, bring back the team. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.